0: what's up everybody you are now tuning into the in love with horror podcast we're your hosts i'm aj
1: and i'm christy join us for a love affair all things horror as we explore the world of horror films games and everything in between all
0: right today y'all we got another great episode we're going to be discussing of course new trailers that dropped this week with one being a really big one that everybody has been waiting for and that's five nights at freddy's then we're going to jump into our news a couple of good news topics this, this week, including the uh, Saw saw 10 logo got released and then some information about when we'll see the trailer and more info and details about the, about the film. And then we'll jump into our main topic uh, for this episode, which will be uh, giving our thoughts, reaction, and review of the movie called The Sadness. This is a movie that's been, uh, you know, making waves online right now. It's a... Uh, zombie taiwanese body horror film it's like extreme violence and gore is crazy so we'll be giving our thoughts about that and then at the end of the episode of course we're going to be concluding our from season two uh reactions that we've been doing each Mm -hmm. week with the season finale finally hit we're going to give you our thoughts about that if you've been tuning to our tiktok of course you've already seen what i thought but you get to hear (laughs) what uh what chrissy thinks about that too but before all that Let's get into what we watched this week. And I'll start off with you, baby. What'd you watch?
1: Yeah, so um, I was, I kept it light this week, which is abnormal for me. Yeah, because you had so a whole
0: a lot of bunch, a yeah, whole <laughs> bunch of stuff last time. I was like, good <laughs> Lord, you had
1: too much time. Anyways, <laughs> um, I attempted to watch this uh, series called Slasher on AMC.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, but I just couldn't get into it. I didn't even finish the first episode. I wanted to like it, like the, the detective in this episode was like, you know, he's a black man, he got locks, and I was like, all for it, but I just couldn't get into it, so that was a DNF for me. Mm. Um, And then I watched a horror short on YouTube by Alter called Skin and Bone, mm. and it's only been out for a couple weeks, but it had... um. What's the actor's name? Se- 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 I made a Yeah. See- mm-hmm. Yeah. Not yeah. Sure. She's in it. And I was like, you know what? You know, back when we watched the Altruist videos, like forever. And then they got mm-hmm. like big name actors and actresses in it. So, but it's that, that one was really good. Um, it wasn't super scary, but it was still very, um, intriguing. It had a very intriguing story. Um, it's basically about like, this lady who has like this farm and she had a job opening for someone mm-hmm. to help out. And the guy comes out, you know, comes out, tries to get the job. She hires him. Some Creepy stuff starts happening. And then um, there's like a weird twist at the end, but definitely worth checking out. So I would encourage you also, baby, go watch it. I think you'll like it.
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Man, I check that out. Yeah. You know, I love the the horror shorts on our altar. I haven't always, we haven't always kept up with them like perfectly. Right. Um, yeah. Over the years, but we've definitely seen some good ones. I'm about to check that one out. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, yeah, good. Some good stuff this week, babe. Uh, this week, I watched the movie uh, "Bones and All," uh, and that mm-hmm. was that was really good. I was actually uh, pleasantly surprised by this one. Um, just to give you some information about the movie, if you're not familiar, it's directed by Luca. I'm gonna butcher this. Guar- Guara and. Uh, of course, they did the movie Call Me by Your Name. They also did—I didn't know this until recently—he's uh, the one that did the remake of Suspiria, uh, and that remake mm-hmm. I thought was actually really good. I almost like the remake of Suspiria more than the original, to be honest. That I thought was like a work of art. Uh, but Bones and All Stars, uh, Timothy Chalamet, Taylor Russell, and it's—I um, mean—it's one of those movies where I almost feel like I don't want to say what it's about. Because I feel like if it's one, mm-hmm. it's one, of those movies. Like if you just yeah. go, if you just go right into it, right? Like yeah, you don't even know. You just think it's like just this drama movie, and then the way it like pops off, you're just like, dang! Like I didn't not know that's coming. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm trying to pull up the synopsis for this to see how they write it. Uh, let's see. Let me read this. Let me read the uh, the synopsis they have on on Google. Let me look it up real quick. Because I wonder if they kind of. Oh, I've heard good things it. about
1: it. Um, well, it
2: I think it was, a, it was a book
0: too, right? I think so. Okay, so here's here's the synopsis on Google, which doesn't really give away a whole lot, but it says love blossoms between a young woman on the margins of society and a disenfranchised drifter as they embark on a three thousand mile odyssey through the backroads of America. However, despite their best efforts, all roads lead back to their terrifying past and a final stand that will determine whether their love can survive their differences. And I feel like that's all you really need to know. Just just know <laughs> that it's uh the movie can be graphic at times, you know what I'm saying? It it deals with like crazy subject matter. But like I promise you, like if you go into it and go into it not really knowing to expect, I feel like the the shock value will just give you like that extra, like, oh, I did I would because even even I kinda had an idea of what it was about, but even still I was like, oh, I did not know like it was going this way. But I will tell mm-hmm. you that it's a it's a it's a great movie. If you like uh luca's other works you'll and you really enjoy this film it's a very beautiful film very artistic uh great camera work the even like the the co- the color grading of the movie is very like almost has this like uh like desaturated feel to it very slightly because it's not a very bright movie like also mm-hmm. at one point i was watching i was like is my tv brightness turned up? i had to check the <laughs> backlight <laughs> i was like it feels kind of dark but it's very intentional because it's a very Dark movie and it's you know represented through the camera work and the, and the color grading and all that, uh, but I, mean, I, I really enjoy this movie. It was really good. It had me locked in like the whole way through, um, and it's a very a movie is a lot, but the whole like love story and the drama of it and how it all plays out like it'll keep you locked and tuned in. And this the the kind of main thing about this movie that you'll learn very quickly what it's about. That main aspect. Will keep you intrigued because you'll start to learn like what it means, how it works, and things like that. Like, it's crazy. Like, y'all gotta check it out, mm-hmm. baby. You definitely gotta watch it. I think I that you'll, uh, yeah, I think you you really enjoy it too. And you'll be kind of um, taken aback by some of the stuff too, especially considering uh, the fact we watch the sadness and that graphicness. Now, this movie ain't that graphic, you know what I mean? But it still's got some graphic moments. Not. Now, it ain't that bad, <laughs> you know? It ain't all it, it happens, but it ain't all the time with this movie. But yeah, okay. that's, that was a Bones and All. I really liked it. Check out that film, it's a good one. Uh and this is one I didn't really know about. I I think you knew about it, but I I wasn't tracking, I didn't I didn't know about it at all. Um, I just happened to be on Amazon. It was on MGM Plus, that's where I saw it at. And I was like, oh yeah, okay, Bones yeah. and All. Cause I think I heard you mention it before. Um, yeah,
1: because it was in it was mentioned in the Fangoria Awards. That's
0: yeah, oh yep, yeah, that's what it was. Where I touched yep. About it. Yeah. Yep, mm-hmm. that's what it was. Yeah, and I was like, I don't even know what that is. But I, I know now, and it's a good one. Check it out. <laughs> All right, but uh, that's, that's what we watched good. this week, y'all. Definitely go check out, check out uh, those films, TV shows, and shorts uh, when you can. Some good stuff. And now we're jumping to the trailers that we watched or that came out this week. Uh, we'll start off with the biggest one, the one everyone's been talking about, the one that got you know that was trending on YouTube, got a ton of views, and that is the Five Nights at Freddy's trailer. We finally got the like full official trailer. Uh, it was uh, two minutes and 26 seconds. Right now, it's sitting at over 16 million views. I know, That's I think, like, insane. the first day, like, it had, like, within a few hours, that junk was at, like, two and a half, three million or something like that. Like, wow. people was waiting for this thing. Um, uh, but uh, just to give my, like, initial thoughts, uh, hey, make sure you uh, follow us on TikTok, because I put out my thoughts on there as well when it, when it first dropped. Um, but the, the overall, I really like the overall look of the, of the film. And it seems like they're gonna maintain a lot of the like core aspects of the game within the movie too. Like even some of the the way some of the objects and things are set up within the movie, like how he sees the animatronics on the on the TV screens, like exact same camera angles in the game. Like that was cool. I'm sure there's gonna be like a lot of Easter eggs in the movie. Looks like we're gonna get a lot of cameos, because that was super cool seeing uh Corey Kenshin uh in the taxi at the end. I didn't I didn't even think about the fact that they would probably do that because the the success of the game was mainly due to a lot of streamers, you know, playing it on YouTube and Twitch and all that. So it's cool that uh, Scott, I think his name is Scott Cawthon, who's the original creator of the game. He's also helping write and produce the movie. Um, Apparently he had made calls to get somebody to get at least Corey Kinchin. I don't know if any other YouTubers would be involved uh, to be at least a part of the movie because they kind of helped make it as big as it is today um but the movie looks good yeah, it, it has sense. that yeah it has that um like that kind of like like comedic vibe like it's it's from this it's from blumhouse right so they did megan which i felt like megan was like a horror movie but like also not really it was very comedic yeah. in tone like it had some like violent moments some like very minimal jump scares but like that's that's the kind of vibe that i got from it which isn't bad considering the target audience like they already know kids are obsessed mm-hmm. with it so they're going to want to watch it too so they can't make it like gory and all that you know um but i mean i thought it looked good though like i thought the the animatronics looked good like the effects look good uh i think there will be you already know they're gonna have to do a sequel so i'm sure gonna be some good lore aspects you know within the movie tying into to future releases but I don't know. I like I think the trailer did good for me. I I think it made me more excited for it. But uh, what do you think though?
1: Well, I'm not a five nights at Freddy's fan. I watched it with our six-year-old, so he was super hype about it. Oh yeah. He recognized the YouTuber at there and he was like, Oh, it's Corey whatever. I don't know his name. hmm But I was like, Yeah, that's that's him. <laughs> yeah, like, they, know.
0: they know what they're doing with that one. I'm gonna tell you that right now. They know they know how to play the marketing. <laughs> they know this kid is watching.
1: For sure. Um I agree with you what you were saying it's kind of got like the a little bit of like comedic feel so it's not like super scary which is mm-hmm. good I think because of the the audience um but I think it has enough where you know all ages or people who enjoy Five Nights at Freddy's would get some kind of enjoyment out of the, out of yep. the yep. um it was good seeing Shaggy Yep Macky the hearing up there uh, even though it was brief um but yeah uh, i i'm not super excited about it but the trailer looked mm-hmm. cool um i'm gonna go <clears throat> my son gonna want to go
2: he's gonna, oh, he gonna want
0: to go that's for sure
1: he he's been talking about it ever since it came out like
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> legit <laughs> he was, we went to the zoo today and he was talking about it then yep so he he hyped for it and i'm like it's, it's all in october he's like yep. I'm, how long how much longer is till October? <laughs> got, to wait for
0: Halloween. got to wait for Halloween. It's a Halloween release. Um, yeah. And it's coming out on October 27th, y'all. And uh, another cool thing, and I'm sure they did this because of the kid factor, is that it's coming to theaters in Peacock on the same day. Uh, I'm sure it'll probably be like one of those like Peacock premium purchases. Like you got to pay that premium price above on top of the subscription. Uh, but I'm sure they did that because they, you know, families gonna to wanna to watch this with their kids. And then also Yeah. The kids are gonna to wanna to, are gonna to want to watch it more than one time.
1: More than one time.
2: So yes. like what I, I think I think when you do the premium, what
0: <laughs> it's only like uh like it only, you know, I think it's only like a certain amount of time that you can watch it.
2: Mm-hmm. Or
0: something like that. So um I, hey, that's I think they know I think they know what they're doing. Cause a lot of people are like, oh it's gonna hurt the box office. But I think nah. it's smart because they know that kids are going to want to watch this over and over again. The parents are gonna be forced to buy this <laughs> shit repeatedly <laughs> so they know what they're doing yeah, um, for sure but yeah but yeah y'all finance of freddy's man That official, official trailer drop looking forward to it on, on october 27th in theaters and on peacock now the next trailer that dropped this week is a film called the dive um and it's you know interesting time frame considering you know <laughs> what we got what we got in the news with the you know the whole you know, tragedy that happened with the, with the Titanic uh, submersible, you know, rest in peace to everyone who was, you know, on that submersible, but um, it's weird timing that now we were getting this underwater horror movie uh, called the dive and I'll read y'all the description uh, uh, for this film. So uh, the movie is, Oh, here we go. Synopsis. A dive at one of the world's most remote spots becomes a fight to the death for sisters drew. Played by Lowe and May, played by Krause, when a landslide sends rocks tumbling into the sea, trapping May in the depths as her oxygen runs low. Drew must make life and death decisions with no outside help in sight. And uh, yeah, decently, decently uh, length trailer here. And you know, not that visually it looks pretty good. Um, like I do wonder, like story wise, like how it's gonna play out because they had moments where she was like you know, the friend gets stuck underwater. She only got like 20 minutes of oxygen left. And then the other friend gets out of the water. She's running around. She's looking for help. And like, I guess I'm just wondering like how the story would develop. Cause I don't know. There's something about the way she was running around in the trailer. i was just kind of like, like, what are you doing? Like, where are you going? Uh,
2: yeah. And she
1: was
0: and there's like, there's
1: no one around. It's yeah. Like... And, she
0: was, and she was saying something in the trailer, like don't think or something like that. Or I don't know. I was kind of like, it made me feel like they're trying to like, Heighten the intensity by mm. her running and try to find help. Um, and I don't know if if like weird things or like other things would happen in the midst of her trying to find help that would just create more like thriller type of uh, yeah, plot points. I don't know, but I mean, I don't know. I feel kind of indifferent about it. I think I would, I think I would check it out just because the concept is different, but I don't know. I'm kind of iffy on the trailer. What do you think, though?
1: Yeah, I agree. The concept is definitely different because. You know, initially going in, you're thinking they're both going to be stuck underwater or they're going to, you know, just going to be trying to get her out. And then my, my thing is if she only has 20 minutes of air, you know, what else is going to be happening in the movie mm-hmm. to make it like, you know, a feature length movie?
0: Um, yeah, especially because that lady like she was running far. Like she was, she, like, she was right, running right. crazy. But I'm she like, she you only got 20 minutes. you sprinting like three miles. <laughs> exactly.
1: Exactly.
2: Exactly. <laughs> <laughs>
1: and then also the friend is trying to escape herself she's trying to help herself i i don't
2: know
1: i'm interested in seeing it play out as well um but the trailer looked pretty decent to me
0: yeah Um, it does look good yeah
1: yeah so i'm interested in seeing how how it comes together okay
0: yeah, and this one again, y'all, is called The Dive. It's going to be coming out in theaters. Uh, I don't know. I'm assuming it's probably going to be a limited release, I'm guessing. Probably. Um, on August 25th. So make sure you go check out that trailer and see if you'd be interested in checking it out. Now, the next trailer that we got is for a digital and video on demand title called The Passenger. And uh, I'll read you the synopsis for this one. Uh, Randy, played by Johnny uh, Birch is perfectly content fading into the background. But when his coworker Benson, played by Kyle Garner, goes on a sudden and violent rampage, leaving a trail of destruction in his wake. Randy is forced to face his fears and confront his troubled past to survive. Now, this trailer, I actually really like this one. Um,
1: You just like it because you like that dude. (laughs)
0: Well, I like the Yeah, so Kyle Garner is the same dude. We talked about him last week, I think, actually, because he was in another movie. Yes, we did. (laughs) He getting movies, man. That smile got him some movies. I'm trying to tell y'all, man. He did a good (laughs) smile. He played the confident smile. Y'all remember Joel? Uh, I love Smiles. A great, that's a great horror movie right there.
2: We know.
0: Um, anyway, uh, <laughs> he is in this movie, but no, I like it because it just looks crazy. Like the, uh, it looks very. I think it's gonna be very extreme and graphic in nature.
2: Yeah,
0: um, Especially stuff, the, yeah. he just like he going on a rampage, just killing folks, and I guess like trying to get this person to get out of their shell or confront their past or whatever the case may be. Um, I think it's gonna be a very interesting movie i think it's going to be probably a hard watch um but i think it has potential to have some really good performances and just an overall like interesting uh plot uh but yeah i mean i, I just think it looks crazy that's to me that's the big draw Is was like what the heck i ain't, you know i ain't, don't think i've ever seen a movie like this uh and this is an interesting concept too especially when you know he's telling them that it looked like uh the character that Kyle Garner plays, like shoots up the place he works at, but he left uh you know, Randy alive because of the fact that he's like super timid or whatever you are saying. And I don't know, This is yeah. crazy. Like and it just looks interesting, uh coming from Paramount as well. Um yeah, Paramount and Blumhouse. But what do you think, Beth?
1: I'm obviously not as into this one as you are. Yeah. Um I don't know. I don't think I'll be watching this
2: one. You say you skip this. I'll let this? you know this
1: one. I don't think no. I'm gonna skip this I'll one.
0: watch it and then I'll yeah. let you know. I'll tell you about it and see if you can handle yeah, it. Yeah. That works. Um, <laughs> yep. But uh, this one, like I said, it's a digital video on demand on August fourth. And then at a later date it'll come on the MGM plus.
2: Um and this this was an MGM plus original, right? am I tripping? I'm not sure actually. I'm trying to remember if we're getting this confused with it. The... Oh, yeah, no, no. Yeah, it is. This movie is a
0: MGM Plus original film. Um, I actually didn't even realize they had original films until I went on their service because, you know, obviously we, had to, we both had subscribed to it for to watch from. But I never really, like, browsed the service. And the other day I noticed that they had, like, short films from Blumhouse on there, like original yeah. MGM content. Yeah, I got to check that out. I don't know if it's any good, but uh, at some point it will come to MGM Plus as well. But that movie is called The Passenger. Give that uh, trailer a full watch uh, to see if that's something that y'all would want to check out. Uh, moving on to the last, well, quote unquote, trailer that we got. This is actually a clip, and it's from a movie that we've talked about recently called Cobweb. Uh, that's yeah. coming. that's uh got yeah, Anthony starring it from The Boys. Um, but this clip uh, features uh, the family. Kind of, it's the, the mom and the dad and the son, and they're in the kitchen and. Mm-hmm. In the clip, the mom mentions that uh, the son, the son, uh, sorry for that background, somebody going ham with their car, setting off car alarms
2: uh, <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, or a motorcycle. It's so loud off the car alarms, they tripping out there. But anyway, they're, they're all at the in the kitchen. The mom says the child or the son drew a picture of the child calling for help and the dad you know, gets really pissed off. And uh, the performances there look like crazy, man. Anthony Starr going to be wild in this one. And uh, it, it, you know, it's super vague and mysterious. You don't really understand what's going on. Yeah. Um, but they even make, they even make a comment of like, oh, the sun hurt somebody or something like that. Like, it's super weird. Uh, and they end up sending him to the basement. Uh, but I thought the clip looked good. I think it just got me more. You see that fly buzzing around? Yeah, I saw. It. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I was trying not to like look crazy on the camera, trying to like, sw- trying to swat it away. Um. Yeah, for our mm-hmm. listeners on the podcast, there's a fly that's buzzing around because we are recording this on video as well There's a fly buzzing around, like right in front of my face. Um, <laughs>
1: he want to be on the podcast, too. Man. Right. He, he's
0: like, look, I want to I want to get my my thoughts on this cowboy. But I thought the clip looked good. I think it just made me more intrigued to check this movie out when it does come out. Uh, what do you think about the clip,
1: though? OK, so I have a couple things to say about the clip. <laughs> All right. So obviously, I told you about this movie. I was very interested in it. Right. Mm hmm. It looks super creepy yeah.
2: and yeah, you
1: don't know what's going on, which intrigues me more because I feel like in the trailer, whatever the tone or the the vibes that was set in the trailer, I feel like it's a little bit different than kind of what the story was kind of like relaying in that clip. So mm-hmm. now I'm like even more like, Ooh, what's really going on type of thing. Cause I don't know. So it does make, make me more invested in Wanted to watch it. Second point. Now, last week we talked about black horror films, right? Yep. And I shared that one of my favorite horror films was Tales from the Hood, which is the very first movie that really got me into horror, right? Well, one of the anthologies in that in that movie, there's a boy who's being abused by his father. Mm-hmm. and he's drawing pictures at school and he draws his father as a monster and then he like um, the teacher you know notices his drawings and you know that's what makes him want to come to the school right. so was, I mean, come to their house to kind of figure out what's going on so you know in my mouth i like they stole that from Tales from the Hood they been, it's
0: been for boots for a long time i tell you that right now <laughs> Mm-hmm.
1: Yes, because when she said, "Oh, he drew a picture saying asking for help," I was like, "You stole that from there on tails from the hood." <laughs> mm. That's
2: interesting, but you know, it's probably, it's probably, it's probably not the exact
0: same. You just, uh, the, I think, the- I'm
1: not, I know it's not the exact same because, like I told yeah. you, that he drew his in his picture, he drew his dad as a monster, right? Um, so that that part was different, but the whole like, you know, drawing something at school and then that in turn makes the teacher invested because you know that's what happened in the trailer right the teacher Mm -hmm. is trying to figure out what's going on at home so anyway i just thought it was a little little suspect it is
2: it is it is a
0: little bit you're right about that (laughs) but Uh, i'm
1: still gonna see it though because it does look really good
0: yeah i think it i think it does look good it looks really interesting and it makes you want to know like okay what's going on in this movie that's why i gotta Mm -hmm. watch it uh, but that's that movie's coming out in theaters, y'all, on July 21st. So make sure you check that one out. Well, that wraps up our trailer portion of the podcast. Now we're we'll jump into the news uh, that came out this week. And we'll start off with uh, news about Saw 10. Uh, so they they dropped the official logo for Saw 10. And it kind of looks like what you'd expect the Saw logo to look like. Is Saw. Yeah. With the Roman numeral X, like Roman numeral 10. Like it's... It ain't nothing like crazy. It's what you right, Yeah. Um, but they did give some more information um, about when we could possibly see more and learn more about the movie. Uh, so first off, you know, I think and it was already mentioned before that uh, that Tobin Bell was coming back. You now see the person that played Jigsaw. That's super hype because that's one of the yes. main draws for the old movies was his performance. Um, but they talked about that the film will, will be making an appearance at uh, Midsummer Scream uh, which is a you know big horror event in at uh, in Long Beach in July, uh, so they'll have uh, I think they'll have a panel there, right, Bev?
1: Yep, that's correct.
0: Yep, they have a panel there, the uh, giving like just you know some behind the scenes and details about the film, and I believe they'll be screening the film too at this event if I remember if I remember correctly, right.
1: Yes. Oh, you asked asking me. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. I'm just I to make sure that I'm remember, remembering it, right? So if you're going to uh, Midsummer Screen uh, and uh, on the weekend of July 28th to the 30th, you'll get the opportunity to watch Saw 10 first before everyone else does. Uh, the movie officially comes out in theaters on October 27th. Oh, same day as Friday Night's at Freddy's. Interesting. Um, yeah. And uh, of course, coming from Lionsgate, Twisted Pictures and... Yeah, I, I'm intrigued to learn more about this, what this movie will be about, like how we're getting Tobin Bell back. I wonder how that's going to play out. Uh, yeah. But I'm excited nonetheless because I've always enjoyed the Saw films. What do you think about this news, Ben?
1: Oh, yeah. Well, I think we talked about it before when we first heard that they were making this film, right? Can we talk about it? But Anyways, yeah, yep. I'm super happy about it. Um, I'm looking forward to getting some more info on it, like, you know, it's all going to be in it, what's it going to be about, mm-hmm. Is it like. A prequel type movie like i don't know but i'm i'm just excited i love this all franchise so yeah that's yeah. basically it I'm
0: hyped. yeah i'm excited too uh but yeah again uh go to midsummer scream if you want to check out the movie early but it officially comes out on october 27th uh moving on to the next piece of news that we got this week is about uh a movie called it lives inside and baby you did a mm-hmm. tiktok on this so again make sure y'all following us on tiktok because we we'd be dropping shit. Uh, or yeah. there on the regular throughout the week, um, but it's a, it's a film t- titled "It Lives Inside." It's a very interesting looking film because it's uh based in Indian culture in Indian culture, and it mm-hmm. kind of like a lot of the demon lore from that culture. So this it's very different and unique in that aspect. So that's very cool. Uh, but they dropped um, an official poster announcing the September release of the movie. Uh, so uh, make sure that you. Uh, You can either go on our TikTok, check it out, or just look it up. Um, And it's it's actually a pretty good-looking poster. Uh, She's standing there holding... Really hard, actually. Yeah, yeah. She's standing there holding, like, a jar, and it's got these different, like... It's all black behind her, and then, like, a soul spotlight kind of around her with all these demonic shadow hands and a book. It looks good. It looks good. Uh, But they announced that the movie is coming out on September 22nd to theaters. Uh, So very exciting there. Um, And... I, they, didn't, they did not release a new trailer accompanying this, right? No.
2: Nah.
0: Yeah, same nah. trailer that was out previously that we talked about.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, but the, yeah, the, the, the poster looks fire, but like, did you want to add anything else to this, to this news?
2: No.
1: Mm-hmm. What I had to say, I said on TikTok.
0: <laughs> tell y'all, man, TikTok is hard. We got some good stuff. Um, all right, uh, moving on to the next piece of news that we got. Uh, I know, babe, you were super hype about this, uh, as was I, because we were both big fans, because we was watching it when we were kids. Uh, but they yes. announced that uh, that they're gonna, or I believe they're already released, right?
1: The first one has been released. The okay. Second one hasn't came out yet. First one
0: has been has been released, but they are expanding the "Are You Afraid of the Dark" franchise into books and graphic novels. Uh, there's uh, two that they've already uh, shown off, and the first one of that is released. Is, is it the "Tell the Gra- uh, the Grave Mother"?
1: Yeah, that's the one that's already out.
0: Yep, so there's two different uh, graphic novels. Uh, they're both graphic novels, right? Yes. Yep. Mm-hmm. So two original Are You Afraid of the Dark stories in graphic novel form. One's already out called The Tale of the Grave Mother. And I don't know, did they put out a release date for the other one? The other one's titled The Witch's Wings and Other Terrifying Tales.
1: There is a release date. Um, I don't remember it. But, you know, it's when you go to listen
2: on Amazon, it tells you when it comes out. But I can't remember. What the name okay. Yep. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, tr- actually, oh, hold on, man. correction. Uh, that "Tell the Grave Mother" is a book. Um. Oh, okay.
0: Yeah. So yeah. So just quick. Just a quick correction here, y'all. The "Tell of the Grave Mother" uh is actually a novel. Um, and that's the one that's already out. Can be purchased now. Uh. But the other book is actually a graphic novel called The Witch's Wings and Other Terrifying Tales, and it comes out on October 3rd. You can go ahead and pre-order that if you're interested. Uh, But the cover art for both of these look really good. Um, They do. Yeah. uh, uh, I think it'll be very interesting. It's cool to see. You know, I know they had rebooted it back in 2019. 2019. Um, Yep. So it's cool to see it get expanded to, you know, other other mediums because, you know, it's a cool franchise. And the cool thing is
2: yeah.
0: from uh, this article in Joe Blow, they, they said that the books and the graphic novels will take the same approach as the show where you have the, the Midnight Society sitting down at the at the fire and they, you know, one of the members, you know, tells a tale and yes. the books and the graphic novels will take that same approach where someone's telling a story and it will kind of like, uh, you know, you have the story and then the story within the story, and they'll kind of tie in together. Right. Um, but that's cool. Like I'm glad they're going to even keep keep that same premise uh, through the books. But that's exciting. Make sure y'all check that out if you were big fans uh, when you were kids, or if you're a new fan from you know, the new series that dropped uh, in 2019. Make sure you check that out. Um, but yeah, that's exciting. Anything else you want to add, babe? Yeah, that's it. All right. Uh, so moving on to our next piece of news, y'all. This is our last piece of news, and it's actually related to From, and that's that season three has been confirmed and it's official mgm plus has stated that they renewed the horror series for a third season uh the third season will again be a 10 episode season um and that's pretty much it like they were just kind of making the announcement that it's coming i don't think they really gave any other details you know they made comments um well they did mention that it's coming back next year so we we won't have to wait too long they did say 2024 um but there wasn't really other any other details they said more answers they promised more answers but i mean you know yeah. they might give us two <laughs> one or two answers you know what i'm saying like that can be anything <laughs> um, yeah, yeah y- y- y'all know how we feel about from it's like it's it, it's been dragging uh yeah and i can only hope the third season will be a little bit more aggressive and in revealing information and just be a little bit more yeah faster paced um but yeah it's official y'all. third season's coming Um. It seems like a lot, a lot of people are watching the show. Uh, yeah. Based off the article, it Think it's it, picked up a lot. Yeah. 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 And um, apparently it's the second most viewed series in the history of the MGM Plus uh, you know premium network. I
2: guess uh, that makes sense. I don't yeah. think I. But then
0: I'm <laughs> the wondering what's the first one? Cuz I've never watched <laughs> MGM Plus. I didn't even know MGM Plus was a thing until From.
2: <laughs> so right,
0: yeah. I do wonder. Well, what was the bigger? Um, yeah. What was the bigger series? If y'all know what that is, let us know in the comments. Um, because I do wonder about that. But yeah, season three, y'all is coming. Anything else you wanna add, Ben?
1: That's it. I mean, I kind of figured that they were gonna make their third season anyway. Um, and I feel like you, if they had left us hanging,
2: there would have been an uproar. Oh yeah. <laughs>
0: If they, if they didn't give us what they gave us, oh, yeah. Yeah,
1: I yeah. think they had they had to do that, so yeah, I'm glad they're doing it.:
0: yeah alright you All right, y'all. well, that concludes uh, the news portion of our podcast, and now we're going to jump into our main topic for this episode, which will be a super crazy and interesting one, and that is about the film that's going viral right now called "The Sadness." Uh, it is a well, it became like a shutter original. Uh, it was made, it was written and directed by Rob Jabaz. And um, again, a, Ty, a Taiwanese horror film. And uh, Shudder ended up picking it up. Uh, I guess they really liked, the, really liked the film and they dropped it on Shudder as a Shudder original. But here's a, here's a quick synopsis for the movie. As Taiwan succumbs to a viral pandemic that transforms peaceful peaceful citizens into sadistic, bloodthirsty maniacs, a young couple must battle to be reunited before they, too, become infected. So, again, it's got the uh, kind of like a zombie vibe to it. These aren't exactly zombies, but the like, you know, how it spreads, this idea of the virus and, you know, can spread mm-hmm. through, you know, biting and, you know, bodily fluids and shit like that. Uh, um, so it has the concept of a zombie film, but it's not quite a zombie film. Um, right. Now we didn't we didn't discuss this before at all, babe. So, like this would be our first no. time actually talking about it together. Uh, yeah. now that being said, do we want to get into spoilers on this one or we want to keep it spoiler free?
1: You always ask this question, and I think I always say we should do spoilers.
0: Cuz yeah, sometimes it's hard to talk about a movie without getting into some of the spoilers. Yes.
1: Yeah. Um I think we should talk about spoilers. Especially because it's not like this movie just came out.
2: Yeah,
0: that's true. That's true. Well, oh. there's your spoiler warning, y'all. Uh if you haven't seen the film yet, go watch it. Well, I I will warn you though, it is very extreme. Extreme violence, extreme gore, like is like no joke. It's like terrifier two levels of Yeah destruction and probably and in SA. some ways worse. Yeah. Uh yes, and essay. So uh just a fair warning, you know, if you're gonna watch this film, I think even Shudder puts in the beginning of the before the movie starts like a warning label saying this has extreme violence and gore,
1: yeah, but that and, warning label is not sufficient to what is in this movie.
0: well yeah, it's brutal y'all to me warning, it's not y'all. it is it's no joke, so fair warning so if you if you want to uh watch the movie, go watch it and then you can come back because we'll be talking about spoilers here, so going once going twice, that's just spoiler warning, and now we'll get into the sadness um now, I'll let you start off with, I'll, I'll let you start off, by just, you know, saying in general what you thought about the movie and, you know, and then we can get into like likes and
2: dislikes and so on.
1: Okay. Um, overall thoughts. Okay. Overall thoughts this movie isn't for everyone.
2: No. And it is not.
1: one of those everyone's is,
2: is me. <laughs>
1: this movie is it's not. I like, I can do. Well, I, I don't prefer body horror. Like yeah. I've watched, you know, The *Human Centipede* and all that stuff. Like,
2: yeah.
1: Um, but this one is just like way too much, and yeah. it just hits way too hard. Um, so for me, this is not something I want to ever watch again, yeah. and I would not tell anyone else to watch it unless that's like you're into that type of thing. So, right. Yeah. This for me, this is not like something I will ever want to watch again in my life.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, um, I actually liked it. I, I actually thought it was really good. Of course liked, you did. Of course you did. You know, I like, I liked extreme gore stuff, man. Like, um, but you know, sometimes uh, you get you get movies that you know they are extreme for the sake of just being extreme. But at yes. least in this movie, like, the extremeness actually like served the the plot Ooh. the idea of the movie it did
2: uh, okay <laughs> yeah you know, this
0: virus that you know unlocks the really fucked up side of people the aggression and depravity and sadistic natures and it's like the it almost reminds me of like uh like since we talked about since i mentioned the boys earlier they talked about like when in the boys when someone would take you know that or it, they even mentioned it in Falcon: The Winter Soldier, right? Uh, when someone takes like that, that super serum or whatever that makes them a, uh, you know, a super being, they just like if they're a bad person on the inside, they just be that surfaces. You know, it, it comes to the surface. It enhances who they truly are, and it brings out the worst in them. It's kind of like with this virus too. Like these people that have this, they they got this virus. Like it, you know, played into like their dark thoughts and what they really wanted to do, but just brought it to the surface. Right. Because, because think about this, I'm right?
1: disagree with that,
0: but now nah, check this out. Here's why, here's why I think that because okay. the girl in that movie was a immune. You know what I'm saying? The main character. Now, was it because she didn't have any, you know, like extreme darkness tour, you know what I'm saying, for the virus to really like enhance and pull out their true nature. I'm not saying that's the case for everybody, but it's just something okay I think about, you
1: know what i mean well there there's a scene in that movie that makes me want to disagree, but I don't know, yeah, we can talk about that later, oh yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, but, but I don't know. know like i I just thought it i I did think it was good, I thought they, I thought it was very cinematic, like the I thought a lot of the cinematography, just the general camera work, the direction, like was super good. I thought I thought the performances were really good too. Um,
1: oh heck yeah. I mean yeah. I was sitting here I was in there like, like these people is acting the best
0: <laughs> Oh yeah, they did. They they came like the people whoever hired them, like they got their money. Yeah. Through. Like they they came out. Like they were not playing no games. Uh, they were <laughs> acting like it's the last movie they would ever act in ever. <laughs> because uh, this shit yeah. was crazy and the performances were really good special effects were crazy like yeah. these special effects were like some of the best practical effects i'm assuming that some of it was practical
2: yeah, um,
0: this is some weird. of the best practical practical effects i've ever seen i was like dang they went ham with this shit it like it looks it looked good mm-hmm. um but it was just cool it was different you know I, saw, I think it's always cool when you get different types of zombie movies like, cause you know, you get your slow zombies you get your like 28 days later zombies or your world war Z type zombies, mm-hmm. not the living dead zombies where like some zombies are smart, like, so yeah. this just a different type of zombie. You know what I'm saying? This is a super sadistic, like I'm trying to just be like the worst type of human being ever. Zombie. Yeah. Um, and it was, it was super fast paced, like pretty much at all times. Like there was no real. Like slow moment. There's a couple moments of no, or you could breathe a little bit, but like it was always boom, 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 boom. Like it was, it was going. I I appreciated that because it kept me always like like locked in at all times to see where they're gonna take this yeah. thing. Um, but yeah, it was crazy, man. Like this junk was wild, I, but I thought it was good. I liked it, and I'm uh-huh. I'm actually apparently uh, this is Rob Jabaz's first feature length film because looking at his IMDb. Yeah. All he did was shorts before this. So I'm like, damn, mm-hmm. like if this is your first one. I, I'm hyped to see what you're going to do next because this shit <laughs> this is on a different level. Um,
1: yeah, it was definitely on some kind of level.
0: Yeah. But those are, those are some of the things I really liked about the movie. Um, we can get to the dislikes if you want, Beth.
1: Well, um, you never asked me what I liked. <laughs> oh, what you liked about it, Beth.
2: I thought you kind <laughs> of mentioned some of the
0: stuff within, the, within your... Uh, the there's
1: show, only you one thing ahead. i like about this movie what, what was it i wrote notes by the way oh you did okay yeah um the only thing i like about this movie is that this movie they did a really good job of making you like root for the main characters
2: yeah, right they did. Okay. like
1: even though we spent only like a small amount of time with them before you know shit starts popping off you still kind of felt like you wanted them to win, so I think they did a really good job of making their main characters like and mm-hmm.
2: um,
1: you know, wanting to see them make it to the end, right? Um, but I did want to tell you this though like, I had read an article on iHorror, I think it was, mm-hmm. where um, when they presented this film at Fantastic Fest, which is where they actually won Best Horror Film and Best Horror Director,
2: cool, um, it's
1: good. During the Q and A session, according to this article, the, whoever wrote this was there. During the Q and A session, like people were going ham, like they're like in an uproar about this movie, and like basically were like pissed off about about it. Wow. Um, towards like the director and stuff like that. So I thought that was interesting, but people didn't really, you know, vibe with it. I guess initially, but um obviously you know he this movie is representative of you know a pandemic right like yeah that's how too. people react during a pandemic
2: yep um
1: you got like the bits and pieces of what happens when you know people are ignoring the information
2: mm-hmm. they think
1: it's not real it's a yep. hoax um
0: yeah because they had that messaging in there yep With like yeah. a, po- a political aspect of it
1: yep right Exactly. Don't you know? They everyone's trying to go back into their old routines again so soon. um Even like the when the thing happened on the train, on the subway, whatever, and how people pulling out their phones and recording
2: mm-hmm. everything,
1: like very very real stuff. And he just amplified it to like a thousand.
2: Yep, he did. <laughs> he did. So
1: I mean, he did do a good job in artistically expressing this viral pandemic, right? So. Right. I mean, I got to give him credit for that,
2: but yeah, it's
1: just the way he went about
2: it. It's just so extreme. Yeah, it's very um, extreme.
1: Yeah, I think that's all I got to really say about what I liked and,
2: didn't like okay. about it
1: per se. But, well, obviously, I didn't like the essay. I felt like... <sighs> okay, it's similar how I felt about the essay in Soft and Quiet, where... I felt like it wasn't so necessary, you know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. maybe one or two, if you're gonna put it in there. But it was like throughout the whole movie.
2: Yeah, because they I was just like yeah.
1: they. How many more of these
2: are we gonna see? Like <laughs> even the... Um, I don't even want to talk about it. Like but... about the ice oh,
1: Yes. Oh yeah. my gosh. <laughs> yeah, I was just real, like, real did he really do that?
0: Yeah, that that jump was crazy. He did it too. Um,
1: you you was at work when I watched this movie, but I'm gonna tell you, I was literally like, audibly gasping. Like,
2: yeah, (laughs) it was so so shocking to me. I was like, I know he ain't about to do this. Yeah,
0: he did it too. But see, but I I think that's why, like, I do like the extremeness of it because, you know, like the the virus like basically like unlocks the barrier that they have to just act out that shit right cuz like and I was watching there's this youtuber um like he makes uh you know the animated cartoons like the crazy ones meat canyon and he has a second channel called papa meat where he talks about movies uh and he talked about this movie and he mentioned in there which I agreed with was like the idea that you know it amplifies like that the worst in people especially if it's like kind of already there. And like, for example, the that main bad guy, the, the yeah. weird dude from the train, right? Like, you know, he had that moment where he's like kept trying to talk to the girl. Yeah. Super yeah. weird about it. And then he got all upset when she was like, I ain't trying to talk to you. He was like calling her a bitch and, you know. Yeah.
1: And,
0: you know what I'm saying? Like, so like, and then when he got the virus, look at how he acted, right? That's true. I'm, I'm going to go F this B and I'm a, I'm a, you know, do all this crazy s you know what I'm saying to her and uh and the other girl, like you see what I'm saying, so like yeah. because it's not like everybody was doing that, right like there were some people who were doing like the the essay stuff, but it wasn't every single person, some people were just like cut people up or whatever um yeah. and so like that's why I feel like it I guess plays, the
1: one place I, I, I see what you're saying mm-hmm. um, but then I thought about the once the part where. The guy when he came onto the subway and how he had like the tear like and i did read other stuff about that part too because i felt like oh well maybe he doesn't really want to do this right but he yeah. can't control it so i don't know so in that situation it's like well obviously they he couldn't have been like an evil person to want to kill someone right. you know what i'm saying like so i don't know I see both both sides of it, right?
0: And see so that that actually lends credit to what I was saying, right? Is that even uh-huh. in, like? Cause think about it, right? <laughs> think about think about how the dude how that dude acted when he was doing all the crazy stuff. He was super hyped about it, like he was, yeah. like oh, this is the best I've ever felt. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, and but if that dude had the tear, was that his like that other side of him was still very strong? He didn't really want to do it, but these yeah. people that are already have that super negative aspect within them. Okay. Once that's like yeah. once that barrier is gone, they're like, oh this is the this is the greatest ever. Okay. And that's I how the business know. dude that's how the the villain yeah. dude was acting was like he was yeah. just loving it. You know what I'm saying? Um Yeah he
2: was. See
0: what I'm saying? Like so I feel yeah. like like that's what the virus did. It was it the people that were already had like really negative stuff about them. It just enhanced it and like took that barrier away and now they just go on ham. Yeah. And fully like are just, you know, going all out like it's yeah. it's it is crazy, you know what I'm saying? But uh like I, f- I feel like it makes sense in that way when you're talking about like, you know, especially in today's society too, like people doing so much crazy shit and having all these mental issues. Like I think, you know, the film has some commentary about that too. Like Yeah. You know, it's a lot of I feel like it's a lot of different things. A lot of different things with that. But I feel like it yeah. worked though. Mm-hmm.
1: I guess. Yeah. I knew it. things was going left when that girl dropped off, jumped off the roof and, and the and the camera didn't cut away. I oh, yeah. just, just bounced. I was
2: yep.
1: like, what, what this man yep. got me watching?
0: Yeah. And <laughs> I, it was crazy, man. Like when that dude was stabbing him in the cafe, he was going, damn. I was like, I ain't never seen oh, him stabbing yeah. like this in the movie. Like, oh, that it was, was crazy. crazy. Dude, they got creative now. They got creative with the effects.
1: When the. Dude on the train stabbed that one dude in the neck. And big oh, that was hilarious! Blood.
0: That was super I was cartoony. Like, I did. that part. Was have funny. That much blood. Yeah. And that was well, Yeah, it's like sort of
1: satire, you know. Yeah, so. sometimes
0: it was. It was super over the top, like, like when oh, yeah. the dude, like when that weird nerdy dude was getting cut by the, uh, by the girl with the saw, in the hospital. Remember how much blood was oh, oh, yeah, yeah, it. Yeah, like it was yeah, a crazy yeah, yeah. amount of blood like yeah was it was everything i was like <laughs> they they took it super over the top right um, so yeah sometimes it's like it so over the top that it's comical like kind of like terrifier yeah. 2 sometimes like terrifier 2 like it was so over the top sometimes that it was almost funny because it was so yeah. ridiculous and so this movie has yeah. some moments like very few you know what i'm saying but yeah. um, some um i've Going into dislikes, I feel like the only thing I didn't really like was the ending.
2: That's about the only. I didn't thing like I didn't the like.
1: ending either, nah. and I was like, "What the heck?"
2: Um,
1: it didn't feel like an ending,
0: and because here is a couple things I didn't like. Like one, I didn't understand how long it would take for the virus to take effect, because the you know the boyfriend ended up becoming infected, but like Which
1: broke my heart. I was yeah, so that sad. was super
0: sad. Uh, but I guess the was trying to be very realistic, you know. Uh, like, come
1: on, Jim. He only had a little bit further to right.
0: go. Oh, he was so close. But I'm saying, like, it was a pretty big amount of time between his last interaction with anybody that was infected to that point. Yeah. So I'm like, well, why does it take so long for him to get infected? Because some of these people look like they get infected Instant. instantly. Yeah. Uh, so I didn't really understand that piece because I was like, well, how did he get infected? And it's been that much time. And then he had, he had that weird moment where he, like, saw that body in the water. I didn't really. Get, yeah. was like, I didn't get that? yeah maybe it's just the infection either. taking over and he's like seeing stuff um uh, I, I don't know uh but it was like at that point when he when he kind of turned was when he saw that weird demon looking thing in the water yeah um but yeah i, I mean i like the idea of it being realistic in the sense of like well not everybody makes it but i don't know i think it would have been more fun if they would have made it and then got out um and i feel like the movie also implied that.
2: The girlfriend didn't make it either she didn't. Oh, she got shot she got shot, but yeah. um, did it seem like she was turning at the end to you like how to she me was it did. To him?
1: because how you know because seemed like she was crying, but then it started it seemed like she was laughing.
2: mm, I gotta go
0: back and watch it dude. and then
1: she ran out. And then she got shot.
0: Ooh, okay. So you're saying so like she wasn't actually immune.
1: That, because that's how it, it seemed to me. I was like, um, is she is she turning? And yeah. I thought she was gonna get, you know, I thought they were gonna take her or whatever, whoever mm. was coming on the helicopter. I thought she was, they were gonna take her and she was gonna infect some other people. But obviously yeah. that didn't happen. But it appeared to me as though she was actually changing because during that interaction, she seemed like she was upset, but then all of a sudden it seemed like she was crying. Right. I mean not I mean laughing. It seemed like she was laughing.
2: Okay. And then she
1: ran out, out and you know, even her body changed when she walked through the door, like she like stood up straight.
0: Yeah, and, yeah, okay, yeah. I remember that up. part. Yeah, she did do that. Yep.
1: Yeah. I just thought she was just so pausing was-
0: pausing for a moment to look out there. But maybe you're right. Maybe she was like fully turned by that point and so they shot her.
1: That's what I was thinking. Yeah.
0: Mm, okay, that, that actually makes sense. I, I'm gonna go watch that part know. again because I don't remember if she, I can't remember her laughing, but um, that's actually a good point, but. Yep.
2: But yeah, it was sad.
1: No, I, I don't like movies that happy, like, happy. Yeah.
2: Happy yeah, I know you and don't. And
1: so when Jim came through that door, I was like, ah!
2: <laughs> Yep.
0: Yep. <laughs> and he was. he was talking super crazy when they were in between that game. Yeah. Yeah, he, he was. was, so, it, was I it
1: seemed like he was normal for a second, and then all of a sudden yeah. he was like, I want to. Peel your skin off and
0: all yeah. this stuff. Cut stuff off and all this stuff. Yeah. yeah, I was like, oh, now nah, you go. True. I thought they might. Because yeah. at first I thought they might do something like that, where it's like, oh, maybe like they might go they with like an angle of like, it. yeah, like love can overcome it type of thing. They're like, nah, we're, <laughs> no. we're not going there. Yeah, they took it. Not they kept. They took it left and just stayed left. They never brought it back. <laughs> they they never brought it back ever.
1: No,
2: no. I see. I had something else. I had wrote. What you got there? Uh, what was it? Oh,
1: yeah. This is in regards to the essay because you know that okay. that, that hit me the
2: most. <laughs>
1: right,
0: it is very. They, I will say they don't ever actually show it. A lot of it's okay, like that's what I was going to say. Implied. A lot of it's implied. Yeah. So you're okay, filling well, in the, never the mind with your mind. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yep. You took one point
1: because uh, I had read some posts about how people compared it to the Serbian film,
2: but oh, that's really that
1: because it's not it's very it's like suggested but you don't actually like see. see so yeah
0: it's, it's not actually see
2: <laughs>
0: yeah
1: so yeah. that is it's not like that at all Yep. um it's just a lot of it right it's just like oh you thought we won't go put no more in here <laughs> here we go
2: yeah.
1: <laughs> yep yeah so i did want to yeah, but yeah, the gore was glorying in this. Yeah, the movie. gore was like crazy. Ripping, like, it was like ripping the skin. Like, yeah. Uh,
0: like, even, like even the effects of like you know push people's eyes in, like the eye gouging, yeah. and um, mm. yeah, like this. Was just... Oh man, remember the dude's face that was at the basketball court?
2: Oh yes, that joke was yeah. like.
0: Oh. So huge, the effects were so like I'm telling y'all, man. The effects of this movie was crazy. Like, this should win an award if it didn't. Uh, for there, it was definitely because I was like, these effects are, I don't don't know what the budget for the the movie was, but (laughs) these effects were on point. I will say though, he did make me laugh and he was like, Why'd you scare him off? Like,
1: oh yeah, I
2: was was about about to bust.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I was, I laughed at that part. I thought, thought of course, you
1: laughed. No. I was just like, what the heck no, is he going completely
0: on? completely lost his mind. Nope. Um, it's just
2: terrible. Yeah, but that's um, that's the saddest. I can't believe no. it's watched crazy. This movie.
0: Well, any, any final thoughts on it? baby?
1: Final thoughts? Don't watch this movie.
0: No. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely...
1: I think what threw me off is that you presented to me as a zombie movie. You said it was gory, but yeah. in my mind, I'm thinking like, you know, Like regular zombie movies are gory, and so because I trusted you,
2: (laughs) I mean, tentacles is zombie. I I didn't expect it to be
1: like it was. Yeah. Um, I think I texted you when you was at work. I was like, I'm so mad at you right now. (laughs) I know. It stressed Um, me
2: out.
0: (laughs) I know, but it is a zombie movie. Like, like it's just a different kind. It's just a different type. You know, yeah. different type of zombie. And these zombies are, because it still spreads the same way. Um, yeah. But these zombies are just crazy as hell. Uh, yeah, But you're right. This movie is not for everybody. And you got to be able it's to not. put up with extreme violence, and extreme gore, and, and, as, and implied essay. Uh, you got to be able to put up with all of that. Um, yeah. But I, but I do think the movie is very well made. Like, it looks great. It was shot great. The effects are incredible. The music, I actually, we really like the music, too. There were some moments when the music was hidden. I was like, damn! Especially yeah. the beginning when they had a little, like CG thing with the virus. Like that music was fire.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Oh yeah, it. that whole front, that whole yeah. first intro part up to the title part, Yeah, that was that, that was, was legit. That
0: yeah. was so the dude that made the music, like, mm-hmm. he made some good music too. Um, but yeah, that's that's our thoughts, y'all, on the sadness. If you do want to watch it and you do you do think you can get through it, um, it's on uh, Shutter. Uh, again, called the sadness. Check it out um it is uh uh you know Taiwanese film so you will have to throw on uh the subtitles if you don't speak the language but honestly like uh um it's not too bad like there's like an insane amount of dialogue so you can kind of you know yeah you know you won't miss anything because the subtitles are going too fast or anything like that because sometimes you do watch movies where like especially like those mystery like detective movies or something like from a foreign country mm-hmm. talking really fast and then you're like you gotta pause to keep up with the subtitles <laughs> uh but yeah go go check it out if you're interested but fair warning like it it is a lot so just make sure that you know you're prepared and we don't say we didn't warn you if you do go into watching the sadness um but if you've seen it let us know in the comments what you thought about it i, I am curious to see what uh others are thinking about it I've, you know i've seen good comments and i've seen negative comments so I'm, ser- I'm curious of what uh, y'all, our listeners, uh, are thinking uh, about the sadness. So let us know in the comments. So now we'll move on to the last part of our podcast, and that is the From Season 2 finale review. We'll give you our thoughts. And as always with this part of the podcast, and this is the last time we're doing this for From until Season 3 comes out, um, this is a spoiler review. So if you have not watched the season finale, which I'm sure pro- by now you probably have, but just in case you haven't watched it yet, uh, you don't want to be spoiled, go watch it and come back and join us uh, in the conversation because we are going to give away all the spoilery details, especially the end of the finale, which is super crazy. Um, but going once, going twice, that's just spoiler warning. And now we'll get into the From Season 2 finale review. Um, and I always ask this, uh, but do we want to just go for jump into the, jump into the details or you want to give a mm-hmm. off the
2: top <laughs> think about it? We can um
1: jump into the details and you know give our thoughts at the end.
2: Okay, all right,
0: y'all. Well, let's do what we typically do and give a step by step, a play by play of the season finale. So, uh, actually, did you want to take the lead on this? I know you, you literally just watched. It. I know you don't like when I do that, but it's like, <laughs> way yeah, more I, on your mind than it is on mine. All right,
1: yeah, yeah, I got you.
0: Because I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be like, oh, what happened on this part? You know, like remember that one episode where I couldn't? Sometimes- yeah, I remember. Uh, you're like, oh, that didn't happen right there. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> yeah, so you go ahead, Beth. You take the lead.
2: <laughs>
1: All right. So we finally made it to the season finale. We made it, y'all. The episode opens up with Jade on the porch. And um, you can hear the cicadas in the background. There's, an, This is pretty much an ongoing normal occurrence at this point. Um, Christy and Kenny meet Boyd inside Mrs. Lou's house to see about Julie. So, you know, in the last episode, this is, we ended with all three, Julie, Mari and Randall getting overtaken. Mm-hmm. And so um, they're here to see about Julie. Um, Mrs. Lou took Ethan to the diner or something like that. So he's not there. Um, Jade points out to Boyd that this is, oh, he was, they, they were having this conversation, right? He was, trying, was talking about how, you know, there's, So many pieces to the puzzle, right? And we just, there's so much that we just don't know. And he's like, if only we could get like two things that go together to make some sense. And then we can kind of go out from there. Like our puzzle, putting it together, right? Trying to find whatever can go together first to get you something to work things out. And boy does the most frustrating thing. Like he always does. And he just walks away. He doesn't say anything like, you know what, Jay? You're right. We should definitely do that. How about we go see such and such and let's. Let's do that. He yep. doesn't do that. He just walks away. That's what he always <laughs> does every time. Boy's every like, time. He, talk, turns to Kenny. He's like, I'm going to go talk to Sarah. Yep. That's it. So just walks away. In the next scene, Donna, Dale, and Elgin, you know, they're driving in the van towards the RV to look for Randall. So, you know, he's still out in the woods. So yep. they find him in the same state as Julian Mar. They thought, at first, you know, the. Dale was like, oh, he's not dead. And they open up his eyeballs and... Oh, yeah. Start
0: mm-hmm. Starts screaming.
1: And at the same time he does this, Christy's all, you know, she's back at the house looking at Julie and she does the same thing, right? Like, trying to open her eyes. She starts screaming. Yep. And then at Colin's house, Damari starts screaming. So they all screaming at the same time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, then we go back to boy and Sarah. And Kenny, Kenny is kind of like following Boyd around
2: <laughs> this yeah. whole episode. He kind of is. Yep.
1: <laughs> he's like tagging along for everything, yep. and I kind of feel like you know he wants to help, right? He um, he kind of had his little outbursts with Sarah, but ultimately, you know, he wants to he wants to do something to
2: help. Right. right. So
1: he's following behind Boyd, even though Boyd is not really like telling stuff, but yep. In this scene he fart, he st- he starts talking right to Sarah he's like spelling out things to to her um they're trying to figure out you know what about the boy in white what do you remember mm-hmm. about this you know did you hear about the the nursing round? you know he's trying to put pieces together right um so boyd takes him to where he saw Martin in that little building thing, whatever the brick thing and while they're there, Sarah's like, oh, I can hear the music box playing. But, you know, Kenny and Boyd, they can't hear anything. It's just her.
2: Right.
1: And she kind of, like, reacts, starts reacting to it. Um, she's trying to go to where, where the sound is coming from. And um, then she starts screaming. Oh, you know what I'm saying? Like, her nose starts bleeding. And yep. she mm-hmm. starts to repeat that first part of the rhyme about the three. And they try to, like, take her from there because she's flipping out. But then she's like, you know, no, I don't want to go. She's like hearing a voice in her head or something like that. And then she's relaying it back to Boyd and tell him, like, oh, they're laughing at you for setting it free. And they want to make us suffer. And he's trying to ask me, like, well, how do I stop this? And she says, like, the three are going to die. And when they die, it's going to be too late. So you have to make the music stop. So... Now he's like, okay, trying to figure out how he's going to do that. Yep. Um, Back at the colony house, Tilly is sitting in a circle with some of the housemates and they're saying either a prayer or a scripture. One of
2: them.
1: Mm-hmm. I think she's saying the
2: Psalms 23 scripture, I think. Yeah. Um. Now, this particular scene makes me think for
1: sure Tilly got something to do with it. Like, I don't know. It just seems really weird.
0: And she's like and always like main character or something.
1: She's always in something weird. Yeah. Something weird is going on. She in it, you know. I don't know, but I'm like, hmm. I gotta keep my eye on Tilly.
0: Yeah, I'm sure they'll <laughs> end up bringing her back because they do always kind of even if she's not the focus, it's like she'll be, like yeah, background focus
1: almost. Right.
0: You know. Yeah, we, it feels weird. We
1: think it's a background, but I think she really got something cooking up. Right, saying? especially after last episode when she recognized that Fatima was pregnant. Yeah, I was like, mm, Tilly, yeah, "Yeah, something
0: ain't right. Something ain't yeah.
1: right."
2: <laughs> yep, I agree.
1: Um, but yeah, and so then Donna's telling Mathias to lock up the guns. You know? Yep, it's like you know, trying to keep everyone safe, so she feels it'd be better if the guns are locked up. Yep. All right. So the next scene, Tabby, you know, she's there at the house with Julie. And she's just, you know, very upset, and she feels as though she needs to do something. She tells Jim, you know, I have to go figure out something. She yep. tells him about Victor's mother and how she was going to the tower to try to help save the kids. And she thinks it's connected to what's happening with Julie. And she feels as though if she doesn't go to this tower, then she's not going to be able to help her. Yep. Um, you know, he's upset. Not upset, but he's, like, telling her, like, well, when Victor's mother went, she never came back, and I don't want the same thing to happen to you, yep, and during this scene, I'm actually I actually don't vibe with Jim right here because when stuff was happening earlier, he was quick to go off and do this Dude, do crazy, that, stuff. and he yeah. never came to tap them was like i you know I need to do this. he yeah. would just go off and go do stuff yep. she here through the great family and he down here and over there somewhere yep. you know what I'm saying like and she trying to do something to save her child and you giving her resistance now like yeah. i think i like the dynamic between tabitha and victor way better this season than between her and jim jim is trash i don't i don't care what nobody say like jim he, 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 don't. Yeah, <laughs> this, he this whole season
2: don't i
1: just felt stuff. like he was like yeah he was doing too much dumb stuff yeah. he wasn't supporting. Or taking care of his family yep. you know what i'm saying like i don't this I probably think this in, in a like, in the same room
0: well i think at the same time like he is trying to do stuff for his family because he's trying to get them out of there you know what i'm saying he's trying
1: to get them out of there but he's going about it in the most insane ways of
0: doing well yeah, everybody is so no one ever talks about stuff that's also always the that's way the true yeah.
1: but unlike everyone else he has a wife and kids
0: yeah, he he do got to have better balance, but I do think that he is doing it for his family because he wants to get them out. I get that. I do think
1: that's why he's doing it. I get ultimately. That.
2: Yeah,
1: I get that. In this scene, like I said, I feel like he should have been more listen listen better to yeah. Tabitha because she supported him when he was doing whatever he he was doing. Right. Was doing the same thing for her. Anyway, <laughs> so um. She asks Victor if he knows the way to the tower. And, you know, he tells her about the bottle tree, which mm-hmm. is a drawing, he shows her a drawing of a tree with bottles hanging off the branches. And he tells her, you know, you
2: can go through this tree to get to the tower. Um, yep. And she asks him to, to take her there.
1: Um, and the next scene, Kenny is talking to Boyd, you know, about finding the music box. and. Boyd's like, well, we just need to go back to town. Like, in this, in this, it wasn't a very significant scene, really. Nah. It was just more so, you know. Kenny's like, we need to do this right now. You know, yeah. this needs to be done because he's kind of, you know, over, over the shit. He's like, if this is what we need to do, then we need to do it he's right, do right it. while we're no. here. But Boyd, he doesn't really understand right at like this moment do. how to do it right. Yeah. So mm-hmm. that's that's what happens there. That's right um back at the colony house ellis has a little little heart to heart he thinks with reggie reggie seems you know distracted and lost Mm
2: -hmm. and
1: ellis is trying to talk to him trying to help him out and he walks away and then fatima comes to him and she's like look let's just get married we don't know what the future holds like let's not wait let's just do it
2: and that's what that's what they do it's to get married
1: um, and the next scene, Jade is at the bar. He's breaking up glass bottles and stuff like that because he's saying he needs to do this to kind of like help him think and give him a different way of looking at things. While he's doing this, he sees Tom. is yep. his name Tom?
2: Yep, I think so. The old bar yeah, guy I'm... that
1: died. Uh... Yeah, he sees him and, you know, he's talking to him kind of very, you know, reminiscent of when Boyd and Father Cottery, you know, he was yep. seeing Father Cottery very similar dynamic and he encourages him to go into the tunnels
2: to get a better understanding of what the symbol means Mm -hmm. that's basically what that what that scene was about um
1: then we go to the sheriff's office where sarah and boyd are and she asks him if he buried paula he's forgotten because he got so much stuff on his mind and so she's like well i'll take it. Yep. And she kind of encourages him. And she's like, you know, I know you're doing the best you can. Yep. Whatever.
2: You got a so lot going there. on.
1: Yeah. He's definitely going through a lot. Yep. Um. And the next scene, oh, we get like a, a little turn right here, a little turn of events
0: Yeah, it's crazy. Man, is man.
1: Up the guns. And Reggie comes in and he slashes his throat.
0: Yep. He lost his mind completely. Oh my dang, Reggie. Yeah, he lost his mind. <laughs> Complete like just completely lost it.
1: Left the man for dead, took a gun, and he was gone.
0: Lost it completely.
1: I was like, Oh, I didn't see that coming at all. Like that was that was a really good one.
0: (laughs) Yep, I didn't see it coming either.
1: So in the next scene, Jade is heading to the tunnels. Um you see him having his little rope trying to make sure he can get back. Yep. He's talking to himself because he's actually scared, which I would be too, so Mm-hmm. You know, you can tell he's very scared of what what might happen in the tunnel, right. going inside of the tunnels. Yep. But he does go in, and when he gets in there, he he sees the dummy from last season, yep. like on some rocks, and it was like a really good jump scare because I was, you know, the way he like whipped around, it was just like, whoop. Oh, <laughs>
2: yep.
1: so that was unexpected. Um, what you think about that scene?
2: Um,
0: you talking about the like how the dummy was just there, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah, but it I mean, was still kind of like out of left field.
0: Yeah, I mean it was a surprise. Um, I don't remember. I don't remember where,
2: where
0: it was. I don't remember where it was sitting on the last season. I I did wonder if it moved to, like a different spot. But I don't know what the significance of the dummy is, but it is interesting.
1: Um, I felt like it was in that room before where they saw like the little opening and
2: like all yeah, the so stuff they was moved stacked it. up. So they it was moved in a different
1: it. area. Yeah. yeah.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um and the next scene boy goes into the church he starts talking to god mm-hmm. and you know he's calling him an asshole and yep. he was like you know father country had faith in you he felt like that you know there was a purpose and a plan for his life and yet he's gone now yep. you know he's dead and then he said this one thing he was like i ain't here to pray mm-hmm. <laughs> i thought that was pretty hard <laughs> Um but he was you know basically trying to ask God why like why this is happening. Yep. Why is he the one that you know bearing all of this, right? All this yep. weight to try to try to save everyone, get everyone out. Um I thought that he did a good job in this scene. You know, his monologues are usually pretty good, but this
0: yeah. one was really good. Yeah, this one was a good one. I
1: agree. Yeah. And he like kicks down like the, the um the, the, mail-box. the mailbox thing that they were using. Yeah. Yep. And Donna walks in she kind of like makes a joke about it. She's, she's like, like well, that's, I think
0: that's like a, that's a federal crime. You just commit a right, federal crime right Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Trying to help him out. Yep. Calm down a little
0: lighten, bit. lighten yeah. the mood a
2: little bit.
1: lighten yeah. the mood. Yep. Yeah. Cause he's really going through it right now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh,
2: he's going through it.
1: Um, and then Christy, she is with Mari in the next scene. Um, and Kenny comes in to check on them, I guess. And she's like, you know, depressed and upset. She's just mm-hmm. like, you know, is this, how, is this how it's gonna end for us? You know, she also talked about a plan and a purpose as well, and how she thought that when she saw Mari come, she believed that there was some sort of purpose or some sort of plan. Right. And she's like, now she feels as like, oh, we're all just here to die. There's like, there's no reason, reason for us being here. And then Kenny kind of took a lot of spin to it. And it was basically saying like, well, what we're doing now might not help us get home, but it could help, you know, people that come after us and get home yep. quicker or whatever. Yep. So he tried to, you know, give her some different perspective, I guess. And that. Um, But yeah, you get, you get the vibe throughout this whole episode. Everyone is kind of like expecting to die at this point.
2: Right. Now yeah. because, I
1: mean, you can't stay awake forever. And if going to sleep, Look at you, go hurry on it. <laughs> <laughs> going to sleep go kill you know, how can you escape that? you know so
2: right. if, if, at this point, everyone's kind of feeling defeated as yep. you know in a in a way, um,
1: so then Boyd tells Donna what Sarah told him out in the forest, right, so like the three people are dying that something is waiting for them to go to sleep so he can so that they can die. Yep. And he tells her that she saw Abby and that it was him that bought, you know, bought something back when he got like the worms and stuff from Martin. You know, he's the one that bought that into the town. Yep. Um, Donna tells him about Ellis getting married and you know, she's like, you know, stop being a martyr. Yep. Just take time to come witness this and then we can get yep. back to it after that.
2: Yep.
1: You know, he's this like, is Well, I'm not gonna for Alice. Up. Yep. Yep. Um, then we go back to Jay, who's in the tunnels. And while he's walking through the tunnels, he sees, like, the kids that, you know, yep. Tabby's been seeing all this time. Uncle. And they're, like, in a circle. Uncle. Right. They are <laughs> repeating that word. Mm. And he, like, looks up and he sees, like, an opening up above. It's got, like, the things, like, the symbol thing yep. um, in it. And then he looks back down and the kids are gone. Yep. And then he looks back up and the opening is closed now. So he's getting some kind of vision that's related to kind of what you know Tabitha maybe
0: saying. might have original originally happened or something like that
1: right exactly so then victor is taking tabby to the bottle tree
2: mm-hmm.
1: and she's asking him you know more questions about his mom and how she was planning to save the children so she kind of gets i guess an idea of what to do or whatever when she gets where she's going right um he noticed that the tree, when he gets there, he's like, it wasn't there before. And I kinda thought about how he was talking about how the trees were moving. So possibly the tree moved, I don't know.
2: Yep. Um
1: he talks about how he found her body near the tree and that she never made never
2: it to the tree. Yep.
1: Yep. Um now I will say, well, I'll go back to this later. I I'll try to make a note of that. Anyways, he tells her, yeah, that her his mom said that the bottle tree was special and that it was this is the tree that was gonna take her to the tower. And she kinda of got onto it because she knew that Julie had, you know, gone through the tree before and Victor mm-hmm. tried to help them get out of House. Um and it was a really sweet moment when like yep. Victor gave was, her his lunchbox. He had packed I, snacks packed for snacks. her. Yep. <laughs> I was
2: like, Oh
1: that's so sweet. Yeah. But you know, to you me know,
0: like, he I feel like he almost sees her as like a like a motherly Yes. Thing. You know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah. yeah, that's exactly what I was gonna say. Like she he, she's definitely like taking him under her wing and yep. he feels that and kinda like even the little hug they had, he was yep. like, Oh, this was so sweet, sweet moment. Yep. Um yeah, so she goes into the tree and she comes out into the wooded area and as soon as she turns the corner, she sees the tower of the lighthouse. Yep. Oh, um, I don't know. I kind of got goosebumps on that part.
2: <laughs> yeah, only because, sick. huh? Yeah, because you didn't know
0: what to expect. You know,
1: you didn't know what to expect, right? Yeah, I didn't know what was gonna happen, and it was kind of like, I'm sure validating for her to have, because she's had all these visions and yeah. all this kind of stuff. She really didn't know for sure what was
2: gonna happen when she went through this tree. You know what I'm saying? So, so yeah, it was a that was a good little uh moment. Mm-hmm
1: um then we see fatima and ellis get married
2: this junk was a long scene too good
0: gracious
1: it was a long scene
0: yeah I, and because
1: are... it was just them i was like yeah. what's all this necessary it's not like they had a full-fledged wedding Which i just you know, thought was weird
0: y'all? too like why didn't he invite other people I, I from
1: mean, the comedy i didn't get that either like it's, they in the house with these people yep but I guess she wanted to be a you know private moment between the two of them, I guess. Yep. Um, while they are, you know, saying their vows and all that kind of stuff, boy gets an idea, keeps himself light in dark places,
2: and mm-hmm. he leaves.
1: And again, he doesn't turn to Donna and say, You know, I just had a thought.
0: <laughs> it just leaves. Uh, <laughs>
1: it just leaves. I why go. does he keep uh, doing this?
0: This is weird. Like, why do you just say like what you're doing?
1: It's annoying.
2: Yeah. Ugh. But anyways. Weird, but yeah.
1: In the next scene, we see Ethan talking to Jim about dying, and he's like, "You know, maybe it won't be so bad because you know we'll be there with grandma and grandpa, or whoever." Right. You know. That's all that happens.
2: Yep. <laughs> Ain't much left about that one.
1: Yeah. All right. So in the next scene, we see Boyd getting the torch that he had. When he came out of the building thing the first time, out of the truck, back of the truck. I
2: don't know how he thought of that, but that was good.
1: (laughs) I don't know how he thought about it either, but I'm glad he did. Yep. Reggie rolls up on him when he's coming out of the truck and he got the gun. He's basically blaming Boyd for what happened to Paula, right? He's like, all this happened because of you. And I don't. And did he say you bought something out of the force? Did he say that? I uh-huh. feel like he might have said that, but why would he say that if that's what he said? All okay, right. maybe he didn't say that. I think he probably said, it started happening." When no, you yeah, no, no, no. yeah, the you're
0: right. He said everything started happening when you went into the force.
1: Yeah. Okay. Yep. Okay. Now that makes more sense. Yeah. Yep. All right. So yeah, he gets all upset and he's like, "I'm sorry. I like you, but I got you know." I you got, it. Got stuff. Yeah. <laughs> so he's like Boyd.
0: I didn't even know he was over there. Like how he found him so easily.
1: oh yeah, that's a good question. Yeah, Unless he followed him. He could have I mean, followed him he, from he, the he, from he, colony yeah. house.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um Yeah, so he shoots him like he gets him like in the shoulder and yep. then Boyd fires back, he killed and he kills yep. him. Reggie's dead now. So he takes the torch back to the area where he saw Martin, he lights it, and then the place reappears. The- yep. That was there before, and he can hear the music box playing. And he sees all three of like Julie, Mari, and Randall chained up on the thing. Yep, and this made me think too because when he was in there first, it was only Martin chained up, right? Yep, so I was wondering if there's a Martin somewhere that was you know in the same kind of like predicament as Julie, Mari, and Randall since their bodies were actually you know where they were, uh, and I yeah, think they were weird
0: also. with that though is like Martin seemed fully coherent like those three I like, did. He true. Didn't even, true. like a true. world of what was around them you know
1: yeah that's very true yeah.
2: you're right so it's a little weird okay. yeah.
1: yeah um okay yeah so he sees all people and then he looks for the box so he can destroy it but then right before he does here comes his little ghost Abby yep She's trying to convince him not to do it right. She's like, you know, everyone's going to die anyway. Or they might not die today, but they might die tomorrow. No, no point in you doing it right. You're like, yep. And then she talks about how it's your hope that feeds the forest and not your mm-hmm. fear. And she's like, let's just let it go. You know. And he's like, man, F that. <laughs> and he's just,
0: I will say, like, this part know. was crazy because some of the dialogue that they were saying, because cause she was saying how, like, look, like he's going to, I don't know if she used the word he or it, is gonna like be really upset or whatever. And then he said something like Mm -hmm. why is it
1: let you Yeah, he
0: just let you come down here to come talk to me. Yeah. And she was like, Yeah. Uh because like it feeds off of hope or whatever. I thought that was super interesting. I was like, whoa. So yeah. Like this this is like to me it's like okay, we got this main entity entity. Something
1: something. right. Some main entity. Right.
0: Exactly. And some sort of God type of thing. And you know, he's like you can go talk to him because he pissing me off. Like shit will get worse because he basically said like, "Oh, if you do this, like this this shit about to get real." Essentially, yeah, it's kind of what she. Mm-hmm. Um, I just I don't know. I thought that part was weird. I was like, oh, like so. There's a there's a main thing. It is a it, mm-hmm. a God of some sort. You know what I'm saying? This
2: on coup
1: mm-hmm.
0: whatever. Mm-hmm.
1: Yes, exactly. Yeah.
0: But you um, he's, uh, uh, he's he said effort and then he, they did the slow mo scene to him destroyed.
1: It. <laughs> right, yeah. It was the slow
2: mo <laughs> <Yeah>, the building. <laughs> yeah.
1: He destroys the box, yay, and then everybody wakes up. Mari, Julie, and Randall wake up. I thought it was funny that well it's not funny because it, it was reality of how Randall of Randall as a character, right? Like how he woke up by himself. And well, I, <laughs> Everyone else had somebody there by the cool. bedside. <laughs> um, and then Boy is yelling at the air again, like, you know, you can't break me. <laughs>
2: well, randomly there.
1: And then he sees the dog again. I and know. I was thinking to myself, I was like, I hate you, supposed to have got cell phones, you know what I'm saying? Right. Like, <laughs> communicate with each other like yeah. they woke up or whatever, you know what I'm saying? Or uh, tell Julie to come back because I mean, that Julie's happy to come back because Julie's awake. You know what yep. I'm saying? Um, but yeah, so in the next scene, um, you know, Julie's awake and Jim is trying to, you know, help her feel better. And Ethan, like, takes a moment of pause and he's like, oh, the the cicadas have stopped. Like, the noises stopped.
2: Yeah, they're
0: not buzzing anymore. Yep. Mm hmm.
1: And then Julie asks, Where's Tabby? And I was like, She just now realizing that she ain't there.
2: Right. Yep. <laughs> Where's my mama?
1: At? So then we go to Tabby and she is climbing the tower steps. Yep. And she hears, you know, the little whispering of whatever voices or whatever. Yep. And she gets to the top. And the kid in white says, you know, I'm sorry. He yep. shows up while yep. she gets up there. He's like, I'm sorry, but this is the only way and he pushes her out yeah that was
0: crazy i was Lighthouse. not expecting that i was like what the f- beep
1: <laughs> oh and i also want to point out when she's up there and you can kind of see like there's like mountains all around where they are right so they're yeah. it's like they're in like this cavern like a you know cavern within mountains so yeah they're completely surrounded by it seems like big yeah. hills and stuff whatever yeah um yeah yeah so he pushes her out that daggone window the glass at the top of the daggone lighthouse
2: yep.
1: <laughs> and then she wakes up in a hospital room and the doctor's like oh we found she we were found in the woods by some hikers and you know she's freaking out because now she's back in the real world yep. and how the heck she gonna get back the gym and the kids yep. you know?
2: yep.
1: so she's looking out the window and you can see like she really back somewhere in a regular city. You I, know yeah, what I'm saying?
2: Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. And when she looks in the window, did her reflection look different to you?
0: I didn't think I paid any of mine. I don't think I paid any attention to it. I think I can look at it. You
1: did? Well, you know, I, I'm, since I take notes when I'm watching this stuff, I kind of like try to pay attention to small details and stuff. But yeah. When she was looking in her, like, you could see a reflection back at her. Right. It didn't look like Tammy.
2: Like something else?
1: It, like, the hair color looked different. It didn't look
2: hmm.
1: black. It looked blondish or something. Hmm. I don't know. Go back and look at that. Oh, you have to look at that. Sure.
2: Okay.
1: Yeah. But her waking up in the hospital made me think that, okay, well, the whole thing about them possibly being dead can't be true
0: which is good because i thought that would have been stupid where i did that was yeah like trying to go back there that's dumb
1: yeah so yeah. that was good to know um and then when she's going up the steps in the tower mm-hmm. um you know they had like the toys there and i kind of thought about eloise yep and what if her mom didn't make it, but Eloise, like maybe she pushed Eloise through the,
2: the yeah. tree. Because right. yep. that would be cool. And maybe
1: she got out, you know what I'm saying? Yep. And I thought, well, that would be cool because if she got out, I don't know how they would find each other, but they could possibly find each other. Yeah, You know
0: what I'm saying? I see. you don't know his last name though, I don't think.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: I, I mean, know. maybe she yeah. technically does and just never talked about it, but yeah.
1: It's possible. Yeah. I know she has Victor's virtual. lunchbox, so I was wondering like maybe she might see her with it or something like that. Yeah, something I'm sure that...
0: That. you know it is,
2: yep.
1: yeah. But, anyways, I was thrown aback when he pushed her out the deck. Well, to out. Yep. I will say, I thought it was a good ending,
0: yeah. I did like that ending, I like that part of
1: it. Um, I like that ending way more than the ending of first season one when they had that bus pull up and it just ended like. Oh
0: yeah, that was stupid. That like was a
2: horrible ending. I agree.
1: So um, this one was a way better in, uh, ending, um, and I do feel as though we, you know, we still don't know everything, but we got a lot yep. more to work with. Yep. I hate that it took ten episodes was to get a lot as much as we got, but yep. Still. I thought it was a good conclusion to
2: the yeah. Finale, I, I the think finale. the
0: I think the finale was good. You know, um, I did like the I, I would say like I like more so like the the last like you know twenty minutes of it. Uh, I didn't like it yeah, yeah. was kind of like eh, like, um, but I did like the last twenty minutes. Like that was like super interesting. I do hate that it like took that long to get to some some really interesting stuff. Like so much dragging out. I'm really hoping that season three is not as dragged out. As this one was, but ain't no telling. But I do like that we finally are like got something with some with some substance, some meat to be like, okay, like how is this fit? Like what's going on? I do mm-hmm. like that aspect, and I do think they ended at least the ending of the season was better than season one. Um,
1: yeah,
0: but yeah, I don't know, man. Like you know, I feel like she's back in the real world. She's gonna have to try to find a way to get back to them. She's probably gonna track down yeah. police. The bad part is, you know, the family on the inside, they're going to be like thinking they don't know what happened to their mom. She ain't going to ever come back. That's going to be a whole.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, I do wonder, like, what escalation this God or entity or whatever is going to have for the town now. Like, what's going to be the next level up? Because now, OK, you broke my music box, took the people. Like, now I'm pissed. Now I'm about to yeah. go to Ham. And I wonder what that's going to look like for the town. Like, that's going to be. Super interesting, and gives, gives us the opportunity, I don't know if they'll do it, but to get like more horror back into the show because it's been lacking. It
2: was lacking in like <laughs> you know season two. Yeah. Yep.
1: well, you know, I had to go and uh, dig around, try to see what people thought about it. Yeah, what their theories were. And um So one of the ones that I came across that I felt like made the most sense, Mm-hmm. Was in regards to things being done in cycles. So I didn't catch this, but in the video I watched, they said that on this, on the steps, there were like markings of years, hmm. and um, they felt as though the years had to do with when mas- these massacres, like the one that Victor talked about, occurred. Okay. And so they happened in like certain cycles. Okay. And as a way to kind of like feed this area with like blood, yeah. Like I guess it needs you know this amount of blood in order to I don't know do what it does. Right. Um. It was kind of connecting it to what's going on around them too. Like, um, Victor talked about how it's always like feels like summer, but then now everything looks like it's about like it's dying. Right. Mm -hmm. Like the leaves are dying, plants are dying, the food is is sparse stuff like that and now it needs to have another massacre to occur in order for it to be thrive
0: right that makes sense
1: and um so the the three thing in this person's theory um because it's not because they didn't do it now it's going to have to happen sooner like this this massacre is going to have to occur sooner or something like that i don't know okay but I don't know how that part ties, but everything else to me, you know, made sense, right? Yeah. Having, you know, cycles of things and okay. needing to have some kind of like sacrifice or whatever. Yeah. Um I agree with that. And they also tied that sacrifice thing into the kids. Um, and that whole like ritual yeah. type thing.
0: I feel like that was like the initial um, summoning or something.
1: Right. Yeah. And then um they related the circle to Tilly being in the circle in that one scene where she was praying or whatever. I don't, I was like, I don't oh,
0: understand that, though.
1: I don't... Well, if she's a part of it, you know what I'm saying? Like, maybe the kids are related. She's always talking about how she got all these kids. I don't know. But either way, you should double-dabble into some of the different theories people have about it.
0: Yeah, I gotta watch some videos on it. <laughs> I saw one theory of, like, semi... Like, different horror level horror simulations like i saw some were saying oh like that maybe Tabitha's on level two of the simulation or something like something crazy like that you
1: know? oh wow well, that yeah. would be insane
0: i didn't dig into the theory yet to figure out the reasoning behind it but this idea of like yeah. oh, she's reached the next level or something crazy like that yeah but I've, there's a lot of there's a lot of potential for different ideas definitely gotta check out some different ones because
2: yeah
0: um now we actually have something to yeah. See, that's the thing though. Now we got something to actually go and make crazy theories off of. But they True. weren't really giving us that very yeah. much throughout the season. And now we're at the end and now we got something to actually
2: use. But you know, I guess it is what it is. Right. Yep. But uh any last thoughts on it, baby? That's it. I look forward to season three. Um uh, can you still hear me? Yeah. Okay, my computer is messing up here. Oh.
0: Okay, but yeah, no, I look forward to uh the season three as well as 2024 is when it's coming. Uh, they didn't give us a time frame yet, but um, you know, even though I didn't like the whole season, like I will say, the finale did make me kind of regain some of that excitement for the next season. But I will say, I, if if we get into that third season and it uh, like it starts to like if those first few episodes are going real slow. I might fall off. Like, yeah. I'm just waiting for the whole thing to drop, and then I'm gonna go watch it. Because yeah. I just can't do it, man. Okay. It, was just, it was frustrating. I, I was frustrated sometimes. I'm like, man, this junk is this is dragging, and I'm getting excited yeah. week to week for no
2: reason
1: at yeah. all. Yeah, it did drag, unfortunately.
2: Yeah,
0: yeah. but um,
2: but I look forward.
0: Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Twenty twenty four, y'all. But uh, that was our thoughts on the season finale. Uh, let us know in the comments what y'all thought about the yeah. season finale. What are some of your ideas and theories for season three? Um, and then what are uh, you know some of your favorite moments from the second season? Uh, but that concludes this episode of the In Love with Horror podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in to the entire episode. If you made it this far, uh, we talked about some great topics. It was a really good uh, uh, podcast episode. It always is. Uh, As always, baby, I'm glad I got to sit here and talk with you on another episode. (laughs) You're
2: so sweet.
1: (laughs) I enjoyed it too, baby.
0: Always, baby, always. But uh, hey, make sure y'all are following us on all of our social channels. Make sure you subscribe to the YouTube, follow us on TikTok, IG, Twitter, all that stuff. And also visit our website, inlovewithhorror.com. We got some dope merch on there. And of course, that supports us in the podcast as well. Again, thank thank y'all so much for tuning into this episode. And we'll see you on the next one. Bye.